0: hi and welcome to the south central pa mom fireflies and whoopie pie podcast where we discuss motherhood local events and everything in between right here in south central pa so sit back grab a coffee a while and settle in for the show Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we have Yana with us, and she is here with the Christmas Spirit Light Show in Lancaster. Hi. So glad to be here. (laughs) So I was really surprised to find out that the Christmas Spirit Light Show is actually a small business. I always thought, because it's at Clipper Magazine Stadium, that this was something that was done like with the Barnstormers. And yeah, I just, I just heard that this is like a family business.
1: Yes, we are a small family business and so proud of that title. Um, we started Six and Spirit Light Show six years ago and five years ago, we started partnering with the Barnstormers and um, we have found such a great home there at Clipper Magazine Stadium um, with the staff and everybody, um, but we are a, a little, a small business and we um, you know try to maintain that uh, we try to maintain that without like not sounding appreciative of everything that they've done for us. Um, but I love to share that we're a small family business and, uh, something that we dreamed about doing. We started dreaming about this about nine years ago when I was pregnant with my last child. And, um, we found out when he, (laughs) that he would have special needs and would need a heart open heart surgery when he was an infant. So I said to my husband, you cannot do this right now. We have to put a pause on this because we had two other young children at home as well. So I was like, hold on, just hold the phone. Let's have this baby, do the surgery and then we'll see. And so once he was all recovered from his heart surgery starting that, that January, my husband got the LLC going, got everything going and was like, I'm ready to do this. And it sounded just like a crazy pipe dream for a long time and he was like, I can do this. We can do this. And even the first time he came to this, me with this idea, I was like, uh, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, I believe he can do anything he sets his mind to. And I was like, kind of afraid to say like, let's do it. Cause I knew in theory what it would take. Um, but it has been six years of really hard work. Blood, sweat, and tears have been poured um, by all of us to make it happen. But we Love bringing the community together. together. We love um, being an activity for families to do. We love being a part of tradition, you know, that this is something that people do year after year. Um, we even have a season pass because there were some families that were like, we wanted to come back two or three times a season. And we're like, oh, my gosh, like we had no idea people would want to do that multiple times. So we offer a season pass that you can come unlimited times. And there are some families that we know by name. We're like, Hey, it's the Johnson's. Oh, Hey, it's the Smith's. Like because they come over and over and over again every week and they're bringing different friends and visiting, you know, families from out of town, that kind of thing. So, um, it's become so special to us. It is, you know, not about the, it's not about the money it's just about bringing something really unique and special to the area and to Lancaster and so yeah it's crazy we know it's crazy
0: but we love it <laughs> so I'm um, how did you come up with the idea of you know what we're going to start this business with you know a Christmas light show so we were visiting family in Nashville about a nine
1: years ago and um and my sister-in-law was like, "Hey, there's this really cool Christmas drive-thru show. We should go." And I was like, "Okay, yeah." I was just pregnant, so I was very sick, and I was like, "As long as I don't have to walk, like that'll be fine." <laughs> so we're driving through, and we had figured it would be really exciting for the kids, and like we would be bored, but um, we were all so engaged and so enjoying this drive-through light show that like halfway through, my husband was like, this is awesome. I could totally do this. Because like I said, he's an engineer full time. So I was like, yeah, you totally could because you're super smart and super determined and super stubborn. So he can literally set his mind to do anything. And he can do it. Um. So when we finished the show, he's I could just see the wheels in his head turning. And I was like, you yeah, what you think about? And he's like, I think I think we could do this. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> okay. And then a couple months later, we found out about our son's like, you know, condition, heart surgery. And so, um, I was like, let's wait, let's just not talk about this. I can't think about anything else. And then, you know, we'll reevaluate, we'll circle back. And then once the surgery was done, he like brought it up immediately. It was like, I really want to do this. And I was like, I mean, what are you talking about? How would that work? What does it look like? And he had a whole plan and I basically was like, okay, I trust you. Like that sounds crazy but let's do it. so we reached out to, we had a few friends that were like, did investments and stuff. So we reached out to mostly family friends, people we knew or so-and-so and and to get investors for the the business. So we, you know, kind of did it all self-funded that way. And we were able to pay off all of our investors in the last two years. So at this point, like this company is all our own, which is really remarkable um to be a young company and to be to own it outright at this point. Um so we're so proud of the thing that we've kind of created out of thin air. And like we we literally welded all of the elements. Like my husband learned how to weld in our basement. (laughs) And
0: I was about to ask like how do you put this stuff together? (laughs) Yes.
1: He designed everything, also had a friend who was also really good with he was like a uh, not a construction guy. He like a project manager. And so he built a couple of elements for us. And it was really just in trial and error of like, how would I design this thing and actually make it happen? So one way to do that is welding. So we got like hundreds of pounds of steel and welded them into shapes, spray painted them in our basement, in our back, not our backyard, <laughs> spray painted them in our backyard. And then, we would set stuff up out there and test it and our neighbors like would come over and be like, what are you guys doing? Because <laughs> at one point we had a 30 foot Christmas tree in our backyard because we we're testing it out. Um, So we literally built everything from scratch. Uh, we have thousands of boxes in our basement of Christmas lights, like still to this day, our UPS guys, we know them by name and we love them. We give them Christmas gifts. Um, because they, I felt like they were delivering pallets of lights to our house every day, um, in the beginning. And yeah, so we, we, make everything that's what makes Sony unique. And then our process for the music is that Chris has synchronized all of the music to match, um, the lights. So you could go through three or four times in a row and different songs have different um, programming. So different light combinations. So it still feels like a fresh um, experience, even if you've seen it two or three times before.
0: Now you are running this whole business while also raising three kids, right? Yes, we have three kids. How do you do that? (laughs) Uh,
1: I lose my mind sometimes. Um, (laughs) We have a good family support. We have, am amazing in-laws. My parent, my husband's parents are super um, close to us and they're always helping us out um, with sitters or his dad is out there with him a lot, like actually working. Um, and we do pay them. This is not free labor. We love to make sure that they feel appreciated. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't homeschool. So that helps a lot. Like they are in public school and I am so grateful for all those amazing teachers who help. So then I have free time, you know, to help him. I I do a lot of the social media stuff. um, And uh, I do get out there whenever I can um, to help with setup. We begin in mid-October and we have a crew of anywhere from four to 10 guys and girls um, at any given day, so on the weekends, I try to bring soup out. I love to cook, so I make big pots of soup and I bring that out to feed the crew on the weekends. So that a they have good food that's not something from a gas station, and there's also a time for us to like connect everybody together. And we have a really fun um, setup crew. A lot of young adults from uh, like Lancaster Bible College work for us, and um, yeah, we have sweet crew this year. So I just do what I can to, um, you know, delegate, I get a house cleaner, which helps to keep things running here. So like, I just can't do everything. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I also have my own small, I'm an artist, so I have some uh, side hustle as well that I can work on it whenever I want to, but that's always kind of going in the background too, just to keep my creative juice flowing. and, um, yeah, a little bit of side stuff.
0: So, we have a lot of, <laughs> a lot of side hustles, actually too many. <laughs> so walk us through what people can expect when they come to see the Christmas spirit light show.
1: So, um, when you arrive, um, and I definitely, definitely say this Fridays and Saturday nights because of traffic in the city and so on. Um, you will, you'll probably have a 20 minute, 30 minute wait to get into the show, um, so if you want to avoid that, I would say come on a weeknight or come early. We open at 5.30. People who get in line at 5.15 um, usually get through pretty quick. Um, so there will be a little bit of a wait on weekends or even after the initial rush. There's like a good rush between 5.30, 7.30. So if you waited a little later, depending on kids, I know they, you don't want to keep your kids up too late. But um, we're open every day 5.30. And Friday night and Saturday night we close at 10.30. Every other night is 9.30. Um, when you arrive in the parking lot, there are attendants who will come to your car and ask you if you'd like to buy any snacks. So the barnstormers will be handling um, beverages. You'll have fresh popcorn. Uh, I think they have nuts last year. Cookies, nuts, um, hot chocolate, sodas. like Just kind of fun stuff. And they also have some merch that goes in the dark and you know uh necklaces that have the lights on them and stuff like that so you're able to purchase that and then you go down to our ticket booth um you drive up not you don't go down but you drive up to our ticket booth and then you can either um, purchase tickets ahead of time online which just saves you a little bit of time or we t- accept cash or card um, at the booths and a car up to eight people is $25, and nine passengers or more is a $35 card. And then our season pass is 75 So if you want to come, you know, more than three times, and I would say get a season pass. And, you know, we just ask people to keep it within their nucleus family. You can share with grandparents um, or anybody who is going to take your kids, that's totally fine. Um, but unlimited use for 75. So, Um, and then the show itself is in about a 20 minute drive. um, And you turn your radio to a a station that we tell you, I can't remember what it is right now, but you turn your music on. And so you can hear the radio broadcasting all the songs that are synchronized to the lights. So it's really special.
0: And then you have a second portion, in addition to just the light show.
1: Yes, yeah, so um the Barn Farmers uh Clipper Stadium are doing um activities inside not every night of the season. I believe it's 21 days of our 33. Um on our website, which is christmasspiritlightshows.com, there is a full calendar of the dates that were open and our hours as well as the dates that the uh, Christmas at Clipper is going to be open. So inside Christmas at Clipper is a, a free uh entrance and you get to go inside and there's all these activities you can do including santa there's like a live santa every night of course he's live he's not a picture (laughs) santa every night there are live reindeer on thursdays every thursday and they are really cool um i believe on wednesdays it's called wet nose wednesdays that means that you can bring your dogs inside the stadium which is really cool um and also we rec- we like love when people bring their animals to the show as well. So dogs love to see lights. And usually one of our ladies is a big dog fan. She always has little doggy treats in her pocket to she hands out to the puppies as they come by. So that's fun. Um, and inside there is more food and beverage now for purchase. They, they have spiked beverages. So like they have alcoholic options. I believe they have beer as well. Um, and then I think there's some other activities for kids to do. And then in addition to that, there are over a 100 fresh-cut decorated trees. Um, they're decorated by different businesses in the area. And then you vote on your favorite. And those votes, all of those dollars go to a charity that the, the tree is representing. So um, it's a really fun thing to do just to take in so many different uh, decorations and really beautiful um, charities that you learn about, which happens to me every year. I get to look at them and say like, Oh, I didn't know about that company and I didn't know what they did. And so that's very special. And it goes to charity, which also makes me think um, of one other thing. So every year Christmas spirit light show loves to partner with a local charity um, for one, to bring awareness to a charity and to bring funds. Um, so every year we donate a portion of our proceeds to the charity that we support that year. Um, in previous years, we've supported uh, a Women's Shelter, um, Power Packs Project. Um, I'm not thinking of anything any others right now, but w- this year we are supporting the, oh my gosh, and now I'm going to blank on it, the Water Street Mission. We're supporting the Water Street Mission this year and they support um, the homeless community in Lancaster uh, for uh, emergency housing and as well as long-term housing. They have a program there. They also have um, a walk-in clinic um, for anyone who needs it. And a lot of other amazing things, including feeding people every day, hundreds of meals. So we are so excited to partner with them this year and we will also be accepting like donations on their behalf that'll go directly to them. So um, that's just one way that we it, we set us apart a little bit because we we care about the community and and we're putting our money where our mouth is. and supporting them is important for us. So
0: yeah, and that's I think that's really great because not only are you helping people make memories, but you're also helping to give back at the same time. Yeah. Now, you said when you started, um, you started six years ago, right? Yeah.
1: I, I, my math is correct. Um, I believe our first show was six years ago. Or maybe seven. Maybe we've been at the Barnstormer for six years. I'm sorry. I should know this. But you know, <laughs> mom brain.
0: Well, here's, <laughs> the, kids. here's, here's had kids. the mom brain yeah (laughs) Uh, well where i'm going with this so where where did you start because you weren't with the barnstormers your first year right no our first year we were at the Mannheim township community park Mm -hmm. and
1: we really loved that setting loved it um but we had a couple neighbors that lived right near the near the park and they did not like us and they went to a community, like a town hall meeting, um, and protested that we not be allowed to rent there again. And they, they won. <laughs> so we were like, oh crap, what are we going to do? And as we were really stressing out about that, you know, cause it was our first year, we were sad, we were kind of hurt and we weren't offended. We were just like, I can't believe that this is happening and we get a random phone call from Michael Reynolds, who is the general manager of the Barnstormers. And he's like, hey, uh, you don't know me, but you know I'm the GM at the, at the stadium and we're wanting to do a Christmas thing, which you guys want to partner with us. And we were like, well, you know, we have a specific thing. Ours is a drive-through. And initially they were wanting something that would be inside the stadium that you would just watch from the seat. And we're like, well we're kind of different, but you know, thanks for the offer. We'll, we'll, we'll pass. And then right after that, we got kicked out of the park. So we were like, Oh shoot, I guess we don't have any other options. And we had looked and looked for a while for a different venue and we just really weren't finding anything. So we just kind of decided like, all right, maybe this is the right move for us and reached out to Mike and we connected really quickly with him. And that was it. We just were like, okay, this is our new home now. And so we've been there ever since.
0: And has it grown each year or is it generally um, like the lights and the show? Is it, is it different from year to year? Um, It
1: has grown every year. We have added, it's grown in a couple of different ways. I mean, we've added new elements every year and you know, we've kind of like been working with the layout to like figure out where's the best place for this element and like what kind of feels the best. And we absolutely love the layout this year. Last year we had, it was just really nice. We've added a couple more things. So we just, we feel like the the layout is perfect right now. So we're going to try this out this year and see how everything flows. And, um, we added like another half, a measure of the, for the tunnel. There's one tunnel that we have that we've made twice as long now. Um, so it's kind of just like tweaking things to make it longer, a little better, a little tighter, a little smoother, working on our music so that the transitions are really good too. Like That's something we care about. Um, and, and every year, you know, in terms of our customers, that has grown as well. Um, you know, three years ago when COVID was so horrible, For so many small businesses, it's like we were grieving for so many friends who were struggling. And we were like, we're probably going to do really good because there's nothing else to do for the holidays. You can't go see a Santa right now because you weren't allowed to. You know, you can't. There were so many things that were restricted in 2020. And that year was such a massive growth year for us because we had like, We did online ordering. So it was contactless payment. You could even leave your window up. We could scan phones through through the glass. Like, We just made it really safe for people who really were concerned about it. And so that was a great year for us. And yeah, every year we've seen growth and we're hoping that this is our biggest and best year yet.
0: Right. So if you've been a previous year, it's not like just the, like, there's still going to be something new for you.
1: Yeah, something new, and also like I said, the music. There's new songs that we we try to not have the same songs every year. There are a couple classics like Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas." That is a fan favorite, even though we've heard it thousands of times.
0: Does it (laughs) it drive you crazy
1: yet? (laughs) Yeah, we have a little bit of PTSD because we're like, "Oh my
0: God, turn it off!" But I have friends that work in the retail industry, and let me tell you, that song. I never hear so much like angst as when Christmas yeah. season starts to come along because they're like, Oh no, it's Mariah Carey season. <laughs> yeah.
1: your eyes kind of twitch. You're like, Oh, that song again. Um, <laughs> especially my husband, like when he's programming a song, he's like, I have listened to Kelly Clarkson over and over and over again. He's like, I'm going nuts. <laughs> um yeah, so we do try to rotate music and just keep a couple favorites that work really well. And, um, and yeah, so it's fun. And this year on the 16th, we're going to have um, the Grinch is coming. He's going to be a character um, for us. And he does a great impression of the Grinch. So he'll be out greeting the cars. And then he'll also go inside to do some meet and greet and pictures and stuff. So that's always fun.
0: That, that is fun. And you know, I've, I've seemed to have noticed, I don't know what it is, but when I was a kid and growing up, there was no, the Grinch like anywhere. And now he's like everywhere, which I think is super cool. Like, I mean, everyone's kids love how the Grinch stole Christmas, right? Whether it's the classic cartoon or the, the live action one, like everyone loves it. so that's that's so much fun that you have you know little something extra fun going on yeah besides i don't want to say just santa but you know (laughs) yeah Santa's expected the grinch is is kind of a yeah he's unexpected so yeah um, it's like a little fun bonus
1: yeah and that's the grinch is me like i'm always trying to find extra things to add and my husband's like aren't what we doing is that enough and i'm like no, we need something else. What about, like, ooh, what about this? And he's like, oh, like, he's always like, oh, Yana, okay, sure, another idea. And I'm like, but people love this idea that, you know, that I've come up with and whatever. So um, I'm always directing him to try something new. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a great school.
0: Now, do you have any, like, Really funny or crazy stories from your shows throughout the years? Oh yes, yeah. this is our my favorite story. Okay, so
1: <laughs> on year one, you know, we are literally like, just the two of us and like our in laws and one other friend were there helping us. It was we were a small crew at that time, and we had these walkie talkies. Um, and uh, this bus comes up. And, you know, I knew we had a height clearance of 10 and a half feet. Okay. And I will just preface this by saying I'm an artist. I am not good with math. I barely got into college with my English and, and you know, SAT scores. Math, horrible. My husband's an engineer. So, you know, I'm like, I think math is relative. Like I totally relate to girl math because I'm like, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. So... <laughs>
0: I don't even okay. know what girl math is, but I am also terrible at math. And so I probably would be terrible at that too. <laughs>
1: Ooh, you should look up girl math. Girl math is saying like, I went, I bought something a month ago. I went to the store and returned it. So now I've made $25, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hello, now we have $25 to spend. Um, yeah. Kind of girl math. Oh. So this book, this book comes up. And there are these, it's this an old folks home. And they're in this, you know, pretty much everybody is on oxygen in there. And so the lady pays me and I'm like, okay. And I walkie Chris and I say, hey, babe, there's a bus coming through. Um, they're 10 and a half feet. They're good, right? And I hear go. And he says, no. So I was like, go ahead, guys. And I send him on through. And then he frantically is walking me like, Yana, what's this bus doing? I was like, you told me to send them down. He's like, no, I said, no. I was like, I heard go. And he's like, oh my God. So he's running through the field over to the bus where they got stuck in a tunnel. Oh no. Oh, no. And he had to go onto the bus and he was like, oh, I had to apologize. He's like, Yana, they were like ninety-five years old. They all had oxygen <laughs> tanks. He's like, they looked so disappointed. Like it was the highlight of their and then now they have to go home. And I felt so terrible. And that is—it's kind of one of our catchphrases. We'll say that to each other. He's like, "All right, should we go?" And I'm like, "No." And he's like, "All right, let's go." <laughs> so <laughs> kind of just one of those things that we're like, "Oh, that's my worst." story from the show um and then the first night of the barnstormers this isn't as funny but the first night there um it was raining cats and dogs like absolute Mm -hmm. downpour and we should have in hindsight just been like let's call it let's not open let's open tomorrow but we were so eager to impress with and like a whole new team of people and so we were working to the wire, I mean, we were literally, I was putting out rope lights, which is, you know, to guide the cars as they're driving, like as cars started to go through, it was just terrible. We were running so last minute, so behind. And I, my jacket was so saturated with water, like that once cars started going through, I walked into the sound booth and I was so exhausted and in pain. I couldn't even take my jacket. Off, and like my mother-in-law comes oh. over to me she takes my jacket and it thumps to the ground because it was obviously not waterproof it was so soaked and uh I was like we all were just like laid out we were laying down in the dark in this in the press box which is like the computer control room and we were like I was crying I was like this is the worst idea we've ever had why did we do this <laughs> <laughs> I remember someone came in from the Barnstormer team, which I won't tell who it is because remain, is you know, so remain faithful, oh, okay. but they were complaining about something. And my mother-in-law sat up and was like, we did the best we could. We were working so hard. And she got like very defensive and, you know, protective of me and her, her son. And I was like, Linda, it's okay. I'm like, yeah, I mean, we, this is the choice we made. Sorry. I think they were probably complaining about the rain and like, no one's going to be here. And we're like, well, whatever. What, what's <laughs> like, anyone there? Um, yeah. I mean, there were people. That's why we were like, we have to do it. Cause people are here, you know, we don't want to mm-hmm. turn them away. So, you know, for the hundred or whatever cars there were that first night, they got, they got a wet show. Um, what do we do? We are open rain, rain. No. I don't know how to say that. We're open all, all weather. However, mm-hmm if it is so much rain that it's going to be a dangerous situation for the track, for the cars going through like hazardous conditions, we do cancel. And like, we'll announce that on our Insta page, our Facebook page, our website, everywhere that we can. We say like, Hey, we have to close tonight for inclement weather. And we typically give a heads up as much as possible, you know, like the day before, because we know people travel from, philly or like maryland or you know wherever yes wow really that's yeah it is awesome we really try to advertise more than just in the lancaster area but we have had people come before and from far and we're just like we would hate to be like oh yeah sorry you just drove two hours to get here we're closed you know so we we try to be open all the time regardless of the weather um but sometimes you know things trip if it's like sitting in Three inches of water, a light will trip, and then people are like, "Oh, there weren't enough lights." And they're like, "I know." And my husband will be running around with, you know, his his manager trying to plug things, you know, trip breakers and get things back up. So rain can be kind of tricky, but typically we can handle light rain just fine. So I would way
0: prefer snow, like a little bit of snow. Everything is so magical. Give me snow over rain every day. I can imagine that, like on snowy nights, it's got to be like Mm -hmm. really just like perfect holiday experience. Yeah. Need just like three
1: or four inches, not like a foot, just enough to be a pretty dusting and and uh, yeah, it's very magical.
0: So after, you know, six years of doing this, what what would you say now is your favorite part of the show? Like
1: um my favorite part is the show, seeing like, it you know, running what? smoothly. Like mm-hmm. I love um, getting on Facebook every night and reading comments of people who say they, they just went through, they had a great time. Um, just positive feedback makes this makes it so worth it. It's just so fun to hear. Um, you know and there are a lot of faces of people that I remember. I'm like, hey, you came last year. you had your daughter or your dog or like, and like, I honestly, I'm really good with faces, not as good with names, so I can remember customers. And I mean, I think I would feel special as a customer. If I was remembered when I drove up. And um, so I, that's special to me is um, repeat customers and or people coming for the first time, you know, like, Lancaster can be a tricky place um, for new things. I think a lot of Lancasters, as I've learned, um, or maybe just as a general area um kind of have a hard time trusting something new you know like oh okay well i'm gonna wait and see how it goes next year and i'm like i've met so many people mm-hmm. i'm like hey have you ever heard of light show they're like oh i think so i'm like well you can go you can check it
0: out it's really cool and they're like oh yeah maybe i'll do that you know so i think it, well, it's, especially like if you have kids it can be like i get it like you can get so overwhelmed with how much yeah. there is to do um, yeah. and there's only so many weekends in the holiday season, you know, right. I, I feel like every year I'm always going, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to, you know, cut down a Christmas tree at a Christmas tree farm and we're going to go see yeah. Santa and we're going to go ice skating and we're going to do this and this and this and this. And then before I know it, we've done like one thing and it's like December 23rd and I'm going, where did all the time go? Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's so true. And then you add to that friends, parties, Family visiting from out of town, your time does get really sucked up. Um, you know, that's one nice thing is that we do open, we're opening on Friday, the 24th, this weekend. And um, so you can kind of get the holiday, get Thanksgiving passed, and then on to Christmas. So we open this weekend. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday will be open, and we close for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week just to get a breather and also. If there's any lingering kinks that we didn't get to work out before, you know, like little programming things, like we see all of the little flaws, like, oh, that dark, that snowflake over there has one arm that has like a couple that colors aren't lighting up right. Like we care about the little details, you know. Um, so it's not major stuff, just little things. So we like to get kinks worked out. So we have a couple days off for that, and then we kick back in and then we're almost we're open almost every night. Um, until the 31st. So, you know, if you don't get a chance to come before Christmas, you can come after Christmas till the New Year's, New Year. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities to come. And because it's only like a 20 minute drive, you can do it on like a weeknight. You know, you get your kids home from school. Um, sports are usually over at this time of year. So, you know, if you don't have a lot going on during the week, you could pick a Tuesday and come after dinner and then go to the show and then go get hot chocolate and go
0: home and be home by 7 30 you know it it makes it's fun. funny because that's yeah I was literally even thinking you know that would be such a fun even like surprise yeah you know like, like your kids like okay well we need to go you yeah. know get groceries or something and then this is what you're actually doing
1: yeah and then you could just go through the show and you know skip inside if you want to do inside another time or um because the inside will take more time which is great if you want it to be a longer evening you can do both mm-hmm. or um yeah so
0: we've got and then you well, don't the like not, i feel like i feel like because the web like it's so dark now so early like if you get there you know yes. it it five 36, you know, that right. gives you plenty of time to do both. And you're still home at a decent hour. Exactly.
1: Even and, night. and even if you have gone through the light show one time, and then you come back another time and you want to park in the parking lot, you don't have to go through the show a second time. You can just come for the inside, you know? So if you wanted to split it up into two events, you could just do the light show one night and then the, um, christmas at clipper another evening um because that entrance is always free and you don't have to have a ticket you know scanned or anything so it's just to walk in so um kind of gives you two two things to do on one night or on separate nights if you wanted to come and do that and like i said you know because the santa being able to get pictures free pictures of santa is awesome and the live reindeer so you could come one night to see the reindeer because there's usually a line for on the reindeer for for that unless you get there you know right up on five thirty, 30 um so yeah come check out the reindeer and then another night go see santa so it makes it fun, kind of fun i mean i'm there all the time so we'll be like hey let's go to light show and see dad so we'll just pop over there for a quick
0: <laughs> quick hour and go home but
1: um it's definitely doable you know on a weeknight for quick fun family things
0: now, this is a family business. Does that, like, does the whole family help? Like, do your kids help out? <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, guys, no homework tonight. We've got to go over to the light show. Um. No, I mean, we prioritize our kids, like, <laughs> homework, <laughs>
1: responsibilities,
0: music practices. Oh, so maybe maybe it's the other way around. They're like, mom, I'll go help with the light show if you let me oh. skip my homework. <laughs> oh, yeah. They would love that. Be like, I really don't want to practice my French horn. Dad needs me. I'm like,
1: mm. <laughs> I think dad needs you to do your stuff. Um, Yeah. Our oldest son is almost 14 and he has uh, matured so much in the last couple of years. So he does work for Chris. Um, He loves his little side cash for, you know, Amazon bags of candy or whatever he buys. Um, And our, our daughter does, uh, does help out as well, but he usually likes to feed her around the the parking lot and back. So she doesn't work as much, but she's fun to have around. And she'll be my little gopher girl. Her and I will go get coffee for the team or donuts. And so she's always present for the donuts. And, uh, yeah.
0: And what, when it's not the holiday season, what are your families? I mean, I assume there's not like a, well, non-Christmas light show (laughs) in the spring.
1: No. There's not, which is good because usually once this is all done and cleaned up, it is we're into February um, and depending on weather, like sometimes you in mid-February. So it takes a couple of weeks to a month to clear down. Um, so once it's done, then we kind of need a break and we just enjoy family time together. Spring is always such an awesome season for us. So we're like, oh, we're back together every night as a family, you know, having dinner and and being together on weekends and stuff, because um, that is one thing we sacrifice in order to make this happen. Um, while he has a full-time job as well, is that he's gone every weekend and like three three nights during the week and Friday as well. So he's there a lot. Um, so I would say he shoulders, you know, ninety percent of this business is on Chris, and I'm not solid ten percent, and also keeping the home life going. And um, so he is an amazing guy and we're just so thankful, but we love the springtime because we're all together. And then of course, summer is where he starts conceptualize like new ideas that he wants to do and um, things like that. So yeah, we have a good long break and then starting in like September,
0: we're like, okay, let's get going get in, in the, mode, you know, in, in game mode. Um, you know, it's funny because you say that and it makes sense, but I think that without having been told that you wouldn't think of a Christmas light show being something you start preparing for in the summer, but it's yeah. like when you, when you it, it's like, Oh, you know what? That actually, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He would, I think at, you know, at some point
1: he would love to be able to quit his other job and do this full time so that um, he's able to dedicate uh more. I would say more time, but not in such a concentrated way. You know, because the way he keeps his, like uh, case and days and and everything, because um, he manages a really big team at his company, he has to be really smart about it. So he kind of condenses and does majority you of know, this work in a month and a half. Um, with a crew that we could. I mean, we would love to have a bigger crew. It's it's a little tricky to find people who can work kind of a lot for just like two months or three months. So um, we love our career that we have and we're always open to hiring more, um, you know, young, strong people who like to enjoy working. Um, but yeah, it does, it does start in October and really in our minds like July because August is we usually take a family vacation and try not to think about anything while we're on vacation but um it starts sooner than i'd like it to to be honest but you know we love christmas so it's okay <laughs> but people are like when do you set up your christmas tree i'm like ha! <laughs> I thought october that's when we set up our christmas tree <laughs> practically um i've had so many people ask me they're like oh i bet your house is so beautiful i'm like my house has no lights on it Thanks for the light <laughs> show. Chris doesn't have any time. I end up hanging them and they look not great. And, you know, I don't, I'm not very m- meticulous with my extension cording at home. So it's just, it looks bad at home. But
0: <laughs> we put all our effort into giving to them, the community. So it's all good. Well, almost like, would you, I mean, do you even want to see, I don't, not do you want to see Christmas lights, but you know, like when, after being at the light show all day, do you ever want to just come home and be like, I need like some sensory. <laughs> you know? No,
1: no, I love, I love lights. And honestly, like it is amazing to me how it's still so exciting for me mm-hmm. to see the light show. Um, Cause you think I would get used to it, get numb to it. But he went yesterday and turned on the generator to get things going to see what was, connected right and communicating and he sent me a video and I like took my breath away again. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it looks so good. Like we get to still marvel at it. So we made it and we've seen it thousands of times. Like it's still special for us. So I don't know, you know, it's. I think the only thing I need a break from is just crowds and cars and, you know,
0: but it's not the lights. Like I love, I love the lights. <laughs> and you mentioned like some some kind of funny, crazy stories. But do you have any really like good Christmassy, heartwarming types of things that you've experienced over the years? Um, oh, my gosh.
1: I hadn't, I hadn't thought of this before. Um, there's a little, I've met a lot of really special kids with Down syndrome and special mm-hmm. needs who have come to the show and I see them in the car and I wave and I'm like, hi, I've got a special guy at home too. His name is Silas and he's eight. And um, I know, seeing some of these littler kids growing and like, I remember them and to recognize them. That's really, um, that's really special and kids in their pajamas you know cuddled up in the back seat or like in the bed of a truck people are like is it okay if we ride in the bed i'm like yeah of course just go really slow and which you do go slow through it anyway but just see families connecting in that way and huddled up in the back of a truck or in a convertible and they got the heat blaring and they've got their you know the antler reindeer you know head things and just like christmas paraphernalia just happy like I've seen some really miserable people too come to the light show and it's like you don't have to do this if you like you seem like this is making you bummed out like it's okay this doesn't seem to be for everybody that's kind of what it feels like it's like okay I guess you know uh, we haven't done anything wrong you're just kind of a grinchy person I think <laughs> so um as far as heartwarming I love honestly I love when teenage teenagers are impressed and they voice it like man that was that was really cool and I'm like wow we got a cool stamp of approval from a teenager like that's special you know my I love to be able to hear that um and when parents tell me like we brought our teenage boys and they really enjoyed it and I saw them smiling and they looked like they had a good time and like that's hard to do sometimes
0: no I I yeah I I can agree with that like you know, even just like with trick or treating, you know, I feel like Halloween was yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But as cute as all the little kids are, I I have to say it was a lot more exciting when I had teenagers come up and they're like, Oh, yours is the best house in the neighborhood. And I'm like, Oh, that makes me so happy. You know, like, I think it's because, you know, as moms, you are so focused on like the little ones and then your teenagers, you know, they grow up and I have a 16 year old. Um, you know um, yeah you don't it's like I mean they're still your kid but they're not kids anymore you know yeah. and they're so I'm already an adult I'm a grown-up nothing impresses me you're a yeah. loser you know and, and so then yeah. when you have that moment where it's like oh you know this is really oh, exciting, got them yeah you know that's that's a great feeling
1: yeah I can we relate to that because we do see it. I can, I've seen cars, you know, families drive up and the mom and dad look really excited. And the kids in the backseat look not so excited. And I'm like, I think you guys are going to have a great time. And the, you know, they kind of look at me like, okay, lady. And then like our exit is right by the booth and the amount of people that have opened up their windows and yelled out at us. That was amazing. Thank you so much. Woohoo! Can we go again? Like, I like, oh, I love that. Okay. Like, oh, it's just so special to honestly to bring the family together. And, um, you know, we've had individuals that have gotten wheeled over in a wheelchair and they're like, can I, can I go through the show? And they're like, because of safety reasons, we can't let you. Take your wheelchair through, but we can you can go over here on the sidewalk and just look at at the lights out here, or you know, or go inside the stadium and stuff. and so it's like no matter who you are, how old you are, you can or what ability you have, you can enjoy it and take it in and um just thinking about like all the children with special needs, like we've had parents email us and say, "You know my child has this is autistic or, you know, things like this can be really overwhelming for them, but they love your show and we like love to bring them through. And um, that stuff kind of makes me cry because I, you know, having a different kid myself, I know how challenging it can be to find a place where they have, where they can fit in as themselves and enjoy something without limitations
0: um, or expectations, you know? Yeah, that's, it, it, it sounds like it's just a really great opportunity to bring all different kinds of people from the community together to really enjoy just this great holiday event and make some some family memories.
1: Yeah, it is. And um, there's a couple other things going on. There is a, a 5K happening. I believe it's December 15th or 16th. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but that'll be at 10 p.m. So we're we are closing this the stadium or the show a little early, like half an hour early, to make room for a organized 5K called Dashing Through the Lights. And that's organized, I believe, by the Barnstormers or maybe another running organization. But um so they did that last year for the first time. And people were encouraged to dress up. And so there was like a uh someone was wearing an Olaf and inflatable costume running through the show, and then they was Santa. And that was really, really fun. Um, we are also hoping that there might be a bicycle night. We don't have that planned yet, um, but that could be coming. Um, we have had many people on nights to reach out and say, look, I'd love to ride my bicycle through. Like, would you allow that? Um, so we would love to do a special half an hour or an hour somewhere, either in you know, the beginning of the evening to allow that to happen because a lot of people either don't have cars or they just would prefer to be on a bike. And um if we can do that in a safe way, we would love to enable that. So um yeah, just keeping it, like I said, I'm always trying to come up with new ideas. Like what if we did this, or what if we had a run, or what if we had a, um, a thing, so yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's, I think it clearly has paid off because it's six years later and you are still around and better than ever all this time later.
1: And we're not stopping. So definitely come check us out (laughs) this season and we'd love to have you and yeah, just had so much
0: fun doing it. That's our episode for this week. New episodes will drop every Monday. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss out. Leave us a review and share to help other moms find us. Thanks for stopping by the Fireflies and Whoopie Pie podcast, the only podcast by South Central PA moms for South Central PA moms. Until next time.